Welcome to the Crushing Cash Flow Podcast, where we share phenomenal advice and dozens of decades of wisdom from investors and entrepreneurs of all types and all stages of their journeys. We'll cover many forms of cash flowing assets, such as real estate, stock investing, entrepreneurship, and general finance guidance. Listen in and learn from those who are crushing it out there, as well as those who have been crushed by business or their investments. Now here's your host, Andrew Shutsky. Welcome back to another episode of Crushing Cashflow. I'm your host, Andrew Shutsky, and with me today is Walter Amarello. Walter is a real estate mentor, investor, and founder of Alchemist Nation. What makes Walter unique from my perspective is the guy seems to have unlimited energy, and I'll admit it's contagious. He's constantly publishing massively valuable content. I don't know how it keeps up with it all. I've been following him for a few months now. Lots of great stuff from you, man. So th thanks so much for joining. Thanks for your time in advance. Thank you, Andrew. It's good to be here. And I, I'm like trying to hold back the energy now that you said it. So <laughs> I can relate. I can relate. So tell us first about what is Alchemist Nation? Tell us what that's about first. Yeah, Alchemist Nation, it kind of, I got to go back a little bit. I was an agent and then an investor and Alchemist Nation was kind of what I wish existed when I was learning the business, right? Like, when you start out as an agent, you start out as an investor, like your goal is to make money. Like there's no no hiding it. Like that's why we got into real estate in the first place. There's a handful of people out there who just like love buildings and love fixing them. But I wasn't one of those, right? As much as I love, you know, doing the renovations, I, I can get into it. And I, I used to really, really love it. But I got into it for making money. And Alchemist Nation is a community of real estate investors, a community of entrepreneurs who are looking to grow and improve themselves, we have the mentorship added into that. And that is a supplemental piece that came on after the community was created. So it started as me just saying, hey, look, this is what I'm doing on a project. This is what's working. This is what's not working. And I just want to share. And I would put that out everywhere. And eventually people started saying, can you teach me? And that's kind of where this whole brand and this identity came from, it came from a place of, man, I really wish somebody would teach me what they're doing. So I made a commitment when I learn it, I'll teach it. And I didn't have to know everything. I just knew that if I was making mistakes, I wanted other people not to make those mistakes. And if I was doing well, I want to know like that people knew how to do well, because you know, as much as there's books out there, just, I didn't know which ones to read. And then if you yeah, do, yeah. if you're a reader, you know, I know you are Andrew, but if you're a reader, like, great, you have the advantage, but if you're not, and you're on Facebook and you need that, just that one minute of a quick synopsis of how this works, which is even me, like I, I'm on TikTok all the time. I, most of the gurus, I'm just like consuming what they're saying in, in 60 seconds or less. Yeah. It's so like that helps. <laughs> yeah. The majority of people don't have the patience to read through, you know, I have probably the library in our heads of, you know, maybe the 50, 60 foundational books up there. I mean, I'll be honest, most people don't have the patience for that, the desire to do it. So it's great to have a sense of community like you've established there. Is the majority of your focus real estate based? If so, what facets of it do you do you usually focus on? So great question, because in the past, I would say yes, 100% all in. But now I would say my, my portfolio is 97% real estate. So even though that seems like a huge amount of real estate, for me, I, I now have stocks and crypto in that balance. And for other people, those are big sums that I have out there. But for me, that's it's less than 1%. Each one of them is 1% of my net worth. So I've increased diversity now at a, as you know, multimillionaire, I've decreased, you know, all of that. I, I was, man, 100% real estate, 100% multifamily. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I like cash flow. That's why, you know, being on the, the crushing cash flow yeah. podcast, I'm just like, hell yeah, like this is my language. That's right. And any asset I invest in has the cash flow. Mm-hmm. If I'm on stocks, I'm invested in REITs, right? These things provide a dividend. If I'm in uh, crypto, I'm in dividend yielding or far- yield farms, which are providing a, a return on investment. So, like cash flow is key for an investment. I, I don't believe in appreciation, although it's what's built my wealth and it has stacked up. Uh, but multifamily is where I'm at, man. I'm I'm in mm-hmm. the South now. I, I built out of Massachusetts, but now I'm in the South. I'm looking in Florida, uh, just stacking up more units. Yeah, you and I are similar in that regard. I mean, and the thing about appreciation, it's obviously fantastic to build that nest egg, but it's somewhat speculative, right? There's nothing guaranteed there where you can kind of do the numbers behind the math on the cash situation. Like you have so many expenses, you have projection of income. There's, there's, there's a little few, fewer levers I said for things to go wrong there when you look at that projection. So, so that's great. Um, yeah. On the, on the Optimist Nation side too, I mean, what would you say to a, a new member wanting to get into it? Where should they start? What questions should they ask, you know, first, second, third, maybe? Perfect. That's, um, by the way, thank you so much for for helping uh, fill the funnel, right? There's so sure. many people out there who just need a place to go and get mentorship or or learn. So Alchemist Nation, you can go to alchemistnation.com or you can go to gualtermerlo.com. Both lead to the same exact website. And if you're an events person, you just want live trainings, then the 52 Weeks to Wealth on Saturdays is the perfect start. We talk about the 52 wealth principles, one principle per week. And in that I'm live, right? I'm there with eight other coaches who are all millionaires, all real estate millionaires. And you can ask us any question right in the chat. We do this consistently every week, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's our way of, of giving back. You know, we, we have our monetary charities, but we also have, you know, the charity that pays the most dividends is teaching, right? You can give a man a fish, but if you teach a man to fish, you know, if you give a man a house, like, yeah, maybe he'll become rich if he holds it long enough. But if you teach a man or woman to hold that house, to buy that real estate, to leverage the real estate, you know, we're in a, we're in an economy where the dollar doesn't matter anymore, right? Like the dollar just keeps dying in value. And if you can borrow dollars and buy assets, you are, are double arbitrage, right? So real estate allows you the chance to go in, borrow money against an asset that is likely to appreciate. And as long as you're, you're cash flowing, then you can hold it forever. And that's the secret to, to cash flow. You, you need to be able to hold these things forever. Absolutely. And, and just to, one more plug for Walter, because I, I do think he's got a great network going on. And, you know, his Saturday show, the weekly, there's lots of great tips. That's what I was kind of referencing in kickoff. If you're, you're interested at all, it's a great first place, second place, third place to so check that out. So 10 a.m. Saturday mornings, Facebook Live, is that the best place? Yeah, you can go on Facebook Live. You can go uh, right on the website, go to gualtermerlo.com forward slash events and just register for the Zoom call so you can be interactive with us in Zoom or you can follow on Facebook. We we pay attention to the comments. And, Great. If you have a question, you can just, if you're in Zoom, you can just uh, unmute the mic and just uh, reach out. Fantastic. And he does not really, he's not selling anything. It's just great advice. So a great session to start with. So take us back, take, you know, how did you start your journey into real estate investing from, you know, day one to today? The, the, the Cliff Notes version, of course, as you know. Yeah. So Cliff Notes version, uh, I was, I didn't ever graduate college, right? I didn't go to normal school. So I was homeschooled. And then I did about a year of college. I took accounting, economics, marketing, business, and English and math because they were required. And then I got in a job as an accountant, uh, driving up to Boston an hour away. And in that field, I learned about Excel. I learned about, you know, compound interest and Excel. And after a little while, I said, why don't I look at my own personal finances? 
And I looked and I was making 40,000 a year. And I was like, just put the question out there. One day just popped in my head, how long would it take me to make a million dollars? And at the rate I was going, it was looking at 20 years. And, and something in my head said, oh my God, this is, I'll never be a millionaire at this rate. Like I'll never be able to save every penny I bring in. And even if I did, like what kind of life of my living, right? So that's not how millionaires are built. It can't be the process. Yeah. And it, it put me down this rabbit hole. And this is the craziest part. Everybody reads Rich Dad, Poor Dad first. I, I don't know why I didn't, but I read every blog that quoted it, right? Every single <laughs> blog that I read for the next year was quoting, you know, something from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, something from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it took me about two years before I finally read the book and I read it and I said, oh my God, I should have read this sooner. <laughs> yeah. But, but everything I was reading in that time. So I went, got into day trading, you know, sitting at my desk at my job, I was working for Johnson and Johnson. I was day trading stocks <laughs> and like on my lunches and I was, I was studying before I get to work and I made just as much as I lost. Right. So like I am the typical day trader. I go in, I spend all this time and then I'd get out and I'd be like, okay, like, yeah, today I made $2,000 tomorrow. I lost $2,000. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'd have, all, I don't, I never tell anybody about my, my fails. I'd only tell people about my successes. So everybody thought I was doing great. But when I finally sat down and did the math, it, it was, I was, Net zero. I hadn't hadn't moved forward, and so after about three months of that, I shifted into you know this thing called real estate, and I started doing the math, and I started getting out of bigger pockets, and mm -hmm. I realized that if I bought an asset, if I could just buy a multifamily, because I owned a single family at the time, if I could buy a multifamily, then it would theoretically you know cash flow. My grandfather had owned one, so I, I knew that it worked. It must have worked, but it was still it was still three years before I could convince my wife that that was the right path. And this was in 2008, I bought my first house, a single family, but in, in 2010, 11, 12, man, Andrew, you remember the market. I was looking yeah. around, I had no money. I had a single family and I was making 40,000 a year. So they weren't going to, they wouldn't let me borrow to buy a house, even though all around me, all the houses were cheaper than the house I've just bought. And I saw all the opportunity. I was like, I could go renovate them but I had no access to capital. And I made a commitment in, in 2010 that like, I knew the crash would come again. And next time it came, I was going to have capital. I was going to understand real estate. I was going to have capital. And I ended up selling that house. I sold that house in 2012 and I bought a three family and a two family back to back within uh, six months of each other in 2013. And from that point, I've just been buying a house a year. And, and some years more than that, some years, six houses or, or 24 units. Or <laughs> awesome. So what's your collection look like? What's today, April 14th, 2021? Where do, do you stand today? So April 14th, uh, 2021, we're at 68 units, uh, $6 million valuation, and we have $4 million under agreement. So we're valuating the company at 10 million uh, based on things we have under agreement. And I got a goal. I want to lock down another 10 million before uh, the first quarter of next year. So it's Feel good about you doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny how kind of it, there's very much a snowball effect in this business, right? You start like you and I did, you know, a handful of single families and then, you know, it could be a 10, 20, 30 unit. Next thing you know, it's a hundred unit and it's 200 unit. And you build that confidence, you build your rapport, you build your network of investors and brokers and all that great stuff. So it's a snowball effect very much. So what would yeah. you say, what's been your biggest lesson learned to date throughout your journey? What would you, is there anything you changed going looking back or? Yeah, I actually just gave this advice last night. So it's still like a new revelation to me, but commitment. Mm -hmm. Commitment is the secret to big money. 
so I have a friend, she's a painter and she's one of my students and she's looking to go move to Spain. And what she told me was, how do I make, you know, $10,000 in the next two weeks? I told her, I was like, I can make $10 million in the next two, uh, not 10 million, $10,000 in the next two weeks, because I've built a relationship with a massive community and I know what they want and I know what to sell them. But for you, like you haven't committed to anything in your life. Like how can nobody trust you? Cause you don't trust yourself to stay in something long enough to build that rapport, to build that knowledge base, to build that ability to earn big money. And so if I could go back and say the most powerful lesson I learned was commitment, commit to a goal, commit to a trade or an industry, commit to people and just stay dedicated to, to a group of people, a, a community, a tribe, a network, because that's where everything you want comes from. The longer, the more people can trust you, right? If they believe yeah. you're going to be doing this for five years or 10 years, they'll lend you money. But if, or they'll, they'll even give you money to, to trade with you because they, they see you have experience and knowledge. But if you haven't committed to something like People like money is very, very cautious from people who don't seem like they're going to do what they they promise. Mm -hmm. And so commitment, and if you can commit early on, commit to real estate, commit to net worth, commit to cash flow, commit to your family, you know, commit to your community. Like, like those those keys are how you leverage everything. You can't do everything, but if you can commit to just like a couple things, you can be the master at it. Fully agree. And it doesn't happen in Ten, you know, a week, a month, sometimes not even a year. So it can be exhausting. And, and I think discipline goes a long way with that too, right? Whether it's, you know, financial is a part of it, whether it's your health and exercise, you know, your family and, you know, prioritizing the right things, it can be exhausting. And there's days where, you know, like for instance, my daily commute, I, you know, I have, you know, a 10, 15 minute period where I carve out, listen to audible or podcasts. There's days where I'm like, oh, I'm just put on the radio. I'm like, nope. You got, I just, it's that little nugget I need every day to start my day. And like, you, you got to just stay with it. And, and if there's a week where I don't do it, I just like, I regret doing it. So discipline, I think is, it goes a long way too. So that's really great. I want to talk about one other thing too. I mean, I know you guys uh, have a mission or a slogan of creating a hundred millionaires. Can you tell us about that? I see the shirt, <laughs> but you know, we're, we're audio only. So he's pointing to his shirt. He's got a giant 100 symbol on it. So tell us about so it. So I have on my desk, I have the cup, right? The cup says hundred millionaires. I, I look at it every day when I'm on a podcast or when I'm teaching or training, I have, I wear the shirts. So when I look in the mirror, I look down, like I know I'm building hundred millionaires. This came out of a, a challenge for myself. Cause you know, when you hit your financial goals, you have to set other goals. Otherwise you get lethargic, or at least that was me, right? When I, the first time I, I retired, I moved to Vegas right away. Right. And then I realized, okay, I can't, be out in Vegas <laughs> without money. And so I was retired, yeah. but I had no money. <laughs> yeah. And and the hundred millionaires came out of the, one of those slumps where I'd, you know, I just become a multimillionaire. I just taken down some of the biggest deals of my life. And I was looking to really give back. I wanted to contribute to society. And at the time, you know, I was teaching and training, but I didn't have like a metric to measure whether I was being successful or not. Was, was I like successfully changing people's lives? And I get the messages, I get text messages, I get DMs, I get letters in the mail and emails that say I'm changing people's lives, which are great, but it's not quantitative, mm -hmm. right? Like you can't look at that and say, I've officially done something because success to people is, is relative. And I was sitting up one night, I was just having a mastermind session with my girlfriend, Darina, and she said to me, what, what would be the metric? And I told her, I was like, well, building millionaires. And she said, how many, like, mm -hmm. you want to do like one or, or two or 10 <laughs> And then I was like, let's just 10x it, right? If I go after a hundred millionaires, then like that's a substantial goal. And I said, I'm not going to push myself hard, maybe three to five years. 
it's been a year since I set the goal. And this year I said, let's do a hundred in a year. Let's just see how it goes. We did 12 last year. So let's, let's do a hundred in a year. And now it's balls to the wall, man. Like everything counts now. Every, every moment is like, man, like I haven't reached enough people. Like you wake up being like, man, I've got to go get more people because there's, there's the difference between a motivated individual who wants to become a millionaire mm-hmm. and everybody else. And it's like the 5%. So in order for me to serve and get 100 millionaires, I've got to go and touch like 5,000 people in order to, to make that happen. Like 5,000 people have to come through and, and pretend or say that they want millionaire status. Yeah. And then I've got to find the actually motivated people who are willing to follow the, the process and follow the instructions and, and work their way through it. And it is um, rewarding, exciting, and anxiety-inducing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like anything else. But I think just yeah. like the the real estate investment, you get that snowball effect, right? So the 12 you created last year, maybe become 50 or 100 this year, which hopefully by the time we're talking next year, we're talking about 1,000 a year, right? I mean, that's that's, yeah. that's the end game. 10X, you know, okay, it's a slogan, whatever, but it's really about momentum and just thinking much, much larger. That's why I'm thinking, okay, why not 1,000? Why not 10,000? Or why not, you know, yeah, who knows what lot. the possibilities will be five years from now, right? But you got the right mindset, which I love. Andrew, I, I love it. And and you're right, because the millionaires that I build are inspired with the desire to build 100 millionaires. Mm-hmm. So like as they've gotten in, they've become coaches, they've become trainers, because now they have the authority. They've done it, so now they can teach it. That's, a, that's fantastic. So thanks so much, man. One more question. Uh, how, how can listeners get in contact with you? The easiest way to get in touch with me, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Snapchat, right, TikTok. Just shoot me a message. It's Walter Amarello, spelled G-U instead of W. So it's yeah, Walter. It's <laughs> <laughs> you find me on Facebook, you can go right on my website or go to alchemistnation.com and uh, just jump into one of my, my free calls and message me on there as well. Awesome. Thanks so much. And be sure to check out those Saturday sessions, 10 a.m. Eastern on Facebook Live. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hell yeah, brother. I appreciate you. Andrew, you are an alchemist. Thank you, brother. Thanks for listening in with us for another episode of the Crushing Cashflow Podcast. We have a small favor to ask of all of our listeners. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Each subscription and rating will help us massively toward our goal of helping reach as many listeners as possible each week. Thank you very much once again for listening. We're thrilled to have you with us as part of this journey, and we can't wait to share more of these stories with you. Stay tuned for much more to come.